Welcome into a special edition of the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity, the first podcast of 2021. And some big news uh, breaking just in the days after this Texans final uh, game of the 2020 regular season. They've announced that Nick Casario is the fifth general manager in team history. So Nick Casario joins the Texans. Head coaching search is still underway. And I had a chance to catch up with Ben Volan of the Boston Globe. He had a great article uh, for the Globe earlier this week where he talked about Nick Casario's role with the Patriots, all the different things that he did for that organization, both on the field, in the booth during game days, um, also, you know, in, in, in scouting and personnel. He was, a, he was a coach for a year for the wide receivers. Just a really unique and versatile background that Nick Casario brings with him as the Texans next general manager. So I had a chance to sit down with them, catch up with them, find out what it's like um, in New England right now hearing the news and, you know, everything that Casario has done for them and, and as well as what to expect as he joins the Texans here as their next general manager and, and with his opening press conference upcoming forthcoming uh, news of a new head coach as well. So let's get right into it. Ben Volan of the Boston Globe right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. But first, this internet is more than just fast. It's Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans and proud partner of the Deep Slant Podcast. Joining me for a special Deep Slant one-on-one, it's my good friend Ben Volan. He's a senior NFL writer for the Boston Globe. We're obviously talking about the big news of the offseason the Texans have decided to sign Nick Casario as their next general manager. Uh, the deal is done, and Ben obviously has spent many years covering the Patriots. So, Ben, wanted to get your take on the news on Nick Casario uh, coming to Houston. What's it been like in New England, and, and what, what is it like over there for, for your market, hearing that he's leaving? Well, I think it was viewed as only a matter of time that Nick Casario would be leaving, although I, I, I do think some people were a little surprised by this because he did just sign a contract extension uh, with the Patriots last spring, but it was only for two years, and uh, it's been clear that he's been looking to move on to bigger and better things, you know, for a while now, be the, be the, the man in charge of a team, as opposed to always kind of being in Bill Belichick's shadow. But there, there's no question. This is a really big loss for the Patriots. And, and I would argue, you know, as big of a loss as, as they've had over the years of, of all their coaches and, and executives that have gone on to other teams, Bill O'Brien, Matt Patricia, Brian Flores, they, they've been able to replace these guys and still win championships. But Nick Casario is, um, a really integral part of the operation as Bill Belichick's right-hand man. Um, this is a guy that really runs the front office. He's the director of player personnel, but he's basically the de facto GM. You know, Bill Belichick is still the man in charge, but uh, Nick Casario is the one whose name is on, whose signature is on a lot of the contracts. He does a lot of the negotiating and free agency. He might, he might not be going after the top, top targets, but he, he does a lot of the free agent negotiating for some of the, you know, mid tier level guys that the Patriots bring in does you know, runs the draft. Basically he, he's the guy that we often hear from in press conferences after the draft, not um, Bill Belichick. And then this guy has such a unique background. He's been a coach with the Patriots. He was a, a receivers coach and a coaching assistant at other points. He's been a scout and now an executive um, when they need an arm in practice. Uh, they send Nick Casario in there. He was a, a college quarterback at the D three level. He, he th- you know, gets some throws in at practice when they're bringing, bringing guys in on Tuesday, street free agents to work out. Casario is the one throwing the ball. He'll go to college campuses in the spring during uh, pre-draft workouts. And, um, you know, he'll be the quarterback for those guys too. So he loves to, to, you know, use those old D three skills and get in the mix. And um, during games, he would sit in the coach's press box and be the spotter for Josh McDaniels telling him it's second and seven balls on the 36 defense is bringing in an extra nickel defender. 
Um, so, you know, he's just done a little bit of everything for them and is uh, such a valuable piece of the organization. We, we talk here about how are the Patriots going to replace him. They're going to need to hire three or four different guys because he just did so many different things for the Patriots. Well, Bill Belichick, obviously, we've always heard that he's had the final say in personnel decisions. But what can you tell us about Casario and, and when he's had his big stamp on, on decisions in, in the Patriots past? Look, I obviously, at the end of the day, it's Bill Belichick's show. And I, I think the, the dynamic in New England was, you know, Belichick would say, we need a receiver. We need some better depth here. But Bill wouldn't micromanage it. And then Casario would go out and find the right players and trust his staff to find the right guys. And, you know, Nick was in charge of, a large staff of scouts and on the pro side and the college side. So again, I don't think Belichick is necessarily picking the depth players and um, the special teams guys. That's really on Nick. And um, Nick is the one negotiating the contracts with these guys. It's his signature at the bottom of each page on the contract. Nick is the one drafting the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round guys. Um, so Belichick is certainly the, you know, in charge of the big decisions here in new England, but uh, you know, this is why Nick Casario wanted to go out and spread his wings. He would, you know, kind of always be operating under Belichick's shadow here in New England. And 45-year-old guy, really bright, um, was going to go into the financial industry before, you know, he kind of decided that coaching was his calling. And he, um, I believe he quit a job at Merrill Lynch to go, you know, work for, you know, $8,000 a year or whatever it was uh, uh, at the college level. So everyone thought he was crazy. He was nuts, but this was always his dream. And um, a very bright young guy, successful guys, won six Super Bowl rings. Um, so certainly uh, I could see why the Houston's, Houston Texans wanted to bring him in. Yeah. And in his bio on the Patriots website, it says that he is, uh, he's credited as, quote, one of the architects of three of the, the, the last six Super Bowl rings. Obviously, he was there for all six, but the last three he was there as in his current role. So with that being said, how big is his role when it comes to draft day and, and these contract negotiations? You had mentioned that uh, his name is on a lot of these contracts that are signed. Yeah, Nick Casario has a lot of experience already doing contract negotiations, identifying guys, uh, you know, going back and forth with the agents. He's really the point person, you know, for most of the free agents more than Belichick. As Belichick gets on the phone with the guys, you know, the, the team's top priorities, the guy that Belichick really wants to give the hard sell and recruit, but Nick Casario is, is the point man. So um, the, the Texans are certainly getting an experienced negotiator. Um, there are general managers getting jobs for the last several years who have far less experience and qualifications than what Nick Casario brings to the table. And I'm sure uh, it was not easy for him over the years, seeing guys with uh, less impressive resumes, get these opportunities. So this is, I think a long time coming for, for Nick Casario, um, an opportunity that, he certainly has earned, um, as you mentioned, he, he's been the number two guy in the organization since 2008. So he's overseen three Super Bowl champions and uh, two other teams that made it to the Super Bowl, but, but lost. So um, this guy's seen and done a lot. And he, even though this is his first time being a true general manager, Bill Belichick put a lot on his plate. And Nick Casario is, is certainly, I think, very experienced uh, at the position. Well, with that being said, obviously the, the Texans tried to make a push to sign him last year as their general manager or in 2019, I should say it's now 2021. Uh, that didn't work out because uh, he's had a clause in his contract that would not allow him to leave or, or to uh, interview with another team. So how awkward was it for him to return back for that final season, knowing that the Patriots, knowing that he had actually wanted to take a job elsewhere, or was it just business as usual? Or did you know that at some point Nick Casario is going to 
wait his contract out and eventually leave. Sure. Yeah. He, he actually, so the tampering thing happened in 2019. So he 2019. came back for that season and then came back for a second season. And I'm sure it was a little awkward with some people in the building, but uh, at the same time, I, you know, it may have been a two-way street because I don't know how happy he was from being blocked by opportunities where people, uh, other people around the league met, didn't necessarily get blocked uh, the way he did. So it's probably, you know, not, not the most hunky dory relationship inside the building. I think it was more with ownership than with Bill Belichick because the Patriots have sent a lot of guys onto bigger and better opportunities over the years. And Belichick, you know, his mentality has always been like, you know, best of luck, we'll find a way to replace you. And he, he's always kind of let guys move on. So I, I do think it was more of the ownership side that wanted to hold Nick Casario to his contract, but it, certainly it was only a matter of time before he got his opportunity. We saw Bob Quinn, John Robinson, Thomas Dimitrov, all those guys got their opportunities as GM and Nick Casario is as bright and successful as any of them, if not more so. He's been such a crucial piece to this organization um, over the last uh, 15 years or so. So yeah, I, you know, it was probably a little frosty, but at the same time, you know, Casario after the whole incident came back and signed a contract extension last year. So it, it couldn't have been too bad and um, they made it work. And, and the Patriots, they had their issues this year with the roster, but I don't think it had anything to do with Casario's relationships inside the building or questions about, you know, his performance. I, I think Nick is a professional and everyone in the building kind of understands you know, people have ambition. They want to move on to bigger and better things. The, the Patriots owners just wanted to hold Nick to his contract at one time. But I, I honestly, I don't think anyone begrudges him getting this opportunity. And I think they're happy to see him finally get it. I think it's really interesting, his game day booth duties. I mean, that's even listed in his, um, in his, in his uh, resume on the website, as well as you had written about it as well in your article for the Boston Globe, how he wears the headset and he's talking to Josh McDaniels in his ears. Is that Something that came about over the years or was that, did that come later? Has he always done that and then added the personnel duties? That's a great question. And, and again, Nick is not your traditional general manager. He, the year they went 16 and 0 and then lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, he was their wide receivers coach. So this is a guy who, who knows ball. I mean, he was a college quarterback at John Carroll University, um, a D3 school outside of Cleveland. Casario was the quarterback and McDaniels was one of the wide receivers and uh, Dave Ziegler who's in the Patriots front office who might replace Casario. He was the punt returner. He was like the Julian Edelman type and London Fletcher, the longtime linebacker. He was on that team as well. So Nick was, Nick was the leader. He was the quarterback of, of his college team. He, he knows football inside and out. And I think he's just a voice they trust, especially Josh McDaniels, you know, college teammates, they go back a long ways. So Nick is, is someone that's very trustworthy in it. And that's, you know, Nick's role in the box, I don't know if we ever knew that. That was something I discovered at one of the Super Bowls. It may have been the one in Houston against the Falcons where I wrote a story just on what it takes to call and execute a one play within 40 seconds and, mm. and how the, just all the machinations and intricacies of calling a play and getting lined up and getting it right. And, and I remember McDaniels telling me that Nick is the guy in the booth who's helping spot the ball and helping him see the field from a bird's eye view and, you know, getting that valuable perspective. And I always thought that was interesting that, you know, that you usually don't see the, the de facto general manager having that kind of um, responsibility on game day, but that just shows how much trust they have in Casario. And it's, I think it's part of what they do here in New England. They have a very small circle of trust uh, and it didn't take Nick Casario very long to, to work his way into it. 
I think the next question, obviously now for Texans fans and for everyone sort of watching is who the head coach will be. What sort of a coach will, will Nick Casario pick um, to sort of lead the Texans through this next era? And, you know, you've known him, you've, you've seen him at work. And as a former wide receivers coach himself, he has probably a different um, a different perspective on, on coaching hires, but what do you, can you predict anything in that sense? Do you think it will be someone from the Patriots inner circle? Do you see him going outside of that? Are there any personality traits? Do you think he'll be offensive or defensive? Any, any guesses as to what sort of head coach hire he might be looking at? I mean, my hunch is he's not getting the job unless he and the ownership and Jack Easterby are all aligned with what they want to do with head coach. I, I don't know if it's necessarily Nick Casario's decision alone, my hunch is they probably want to get an offensive minded coach, someone to um, really take Deshaun Watson and that offense to the next level. There aren't too many Patriots connections out there right now. Um, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle had in his article today that uh, Josh McDaniels will not be uh, interviewed. He's not one of the candidates, so we can take him out of the equation. The only other guy for the Patriots would be Gerard Mayo, the linebackers coach. And I think that is a possibility to me. He, he's got a lot of Mike Rabel in him where he's, doesn't have a ton of coaching experience, but he's just an extremely smart guy. Played 10 years in the league under, you know, for the Patriots was one of their smartest players, the defensive captain. He's clearly, you know, and, and he's clearly where the NFL is trending. Young guy has, you know, good players love playing for him. So like, I, I could see like Gerard Mayo is one of those guys. They say, you know, he probably needs a few more years, but I could see maybe the Texans making him a, you know, a surprise hire now. But the other guy I'm looking at, who does have a Patriots connection is Brian Dable, the, the Bills offensive coordinator who knows Nick Casero from way back when, uh, you know, when they were young pups with the Patriots in 2001. I think Dable's been unbelievable this year. What he's done with Josh Allen, that offense is just phenomenal. Um, the, the strides that Josh Allen has made in his third year. Uh, and, and so, he, you know, to me, he's a, a very hot candidate right now. And he shares the same agent as Nick Casario and Jack Easterby, so there'll be a line there. To me, that that is kind of one of the, the guys I'm definitely looking at as well. But, it, you know, there are a lot of good candidates out there, and I don't have a great sense for where he's leaning. But, I mean, it certainly seems like the Texans are doing their due diligence. They're doing a lot of interviews, um, you know, looking under every corner right now. Um, and there are a lot of good candidates. I really like the guy from Tennessee, Arthur Smith. Uh, you know, there, there are any number of good candidates um, out, out there for the, the Texans right now. So uh, Nick Casario, this is a, a huge, this is a huge decision for him. They, you know, they got to hit a home run with this coach, but uh, I like how they went and got the general manager first, setting up kind of a clear structure for the front office. Yeah, we'll be certainly very interesting to watch in the next days or weeks and maybe sooner rather than later who that head coaching candidate might be. Ben, before I let you go, give us a little tidbit on, on Nick Casario, what he's like. I know you've, you've interviewed him, you've talked with him. What's he like off the field? What's his personality like? He sounds a lot like Bill Belichick in his cadence and how he talks, but personality-wise, what can you tell us about him? He sounds exactly like Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. It's scary how much he talks with the same cadence as Bill Belichick. I mean, if you close your eyes and listen, uh, it's hard to tell him apart sometimes. Nick, from what I can tell, look, I've never had a beer with a guy, but from what I can tell, he's very serious. That's the one thing I've gotten from all the people close to him that I've talked to over the years. I, last year, I think it was last year, it's hard to remember time right now in the world that we're living mm -hmm. in, but I went back to his college, John Carroll, to write about you know him and Nick and Josh McDaniels and all the guys that went on to the Patriots. And 
Um, all the former teamers that, uh, all, all their former teammates that I talked to said, Nick was just so serious and such a hard worker. And they had to be like, Nick, will you chill out a little bit? Like it's college. Like it's going to be okay. Just take a deep breath. Like even his coaches were like a little worried that he was taking things so seriously, but he's just a grinder. That's always been his mentality. I think grew up in, in kind of a more of a, uh, blue collar type of, uh, work ethic and his family, uh, outside of Cleveland and, um, just a very straight shooter. I've never really heard of an agent say a bad thing about Nick Casario always upfront and honest. So I think the Texans are getting a very, you know, studious, serious, hardworking guy who's worked a long time for this opportunity and um, certainly is going to try to make the most of it. All right. Well, Ben, thank you so much for the time. Look forward to chatting with you throughout the off season. Ben Volan of the Boston Globe and appreciate it. And you can check out his stuff. He's on Twitter. Ben, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Ben Volan, and please check out my work at bostonglobe.com. That's right. He's got a great article up right now about Nick Casario. You don't want to miss it. Ben, thanks so much, and let's talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Good stuff from Ben Volan. You can check out his stuff, like he said, um, at the Boston Globe. Also, I've got a story up on, on this interview as well. It's up on HoustonTexans.com, and we're going to have all the stories from the press conference uh, Nick Casario is going to hold on Friday. Uh, we'll have all those stories. We'll have the quotes. We'll have the actual video. We'll have a lot of that. And stay tuned because I think the podcasts are going to keep rolling. I said they're going to probably slow down in the offseason. I lied because there's a lot of news uh, that's coming out here in the next few weeks. And we're going to stay on top of it. So really no offseason. There is no offseason, just like the deep voice guy says on Texans Radio in the offseason. But anyway, Texans Radio will return right after the Super Bowl. It'll be on Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. A little bit of a hiatus. But in the meantime, we love bringing you these podcasts and appreciate the listen as always. So with that, that's going to do it for the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you as always for listening and as always, go Texans.